Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie <clears throat> from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. So glad to have you with us here today for our congregation at prayer. Uh, as I mentioned in my little watch party on Facebook, but uh, some of you just joined right on the church page, which is good. This is the beginning of a new academic year for us, and uh, school starts tomorrow. So this week we begin with the Ten Commandments, uh, Commandments 1 and 2. And so our readings actually uh, will take us through the book of Exodus and the giving of the law, and then uh, all the ways that the, <laughs> the people of Israel uh, both um, listened to the Lord and then also disobeyed, which of course the law shows. All right, let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right. We say our memory verse for this week. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Psalm 90, verses 1 through 2. All right, and our psalm is the first half of Psalm 89. We say it together. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. And with my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens you will establish your faithfulness. You have said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? A God greatly to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, and awesome above all who are around him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you. You rule the raging of the sea, when its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon, joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand. High your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who exalt in your name all the day and in your righteousness are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, 
by your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, our first reading today is from Hebrews chapter 1. So you'll note here in the daily readings, um, we're going to read through Hebrews continuously here for what's listed as our second reading. We do it as the first reading here um, on our online devotion. God, who at various times and in various place ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right, on the, at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you? And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son? But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, Who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment. Like a cloak you will fold them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. There ends our reading. And now our reading for catechesis from Exodus chapter 24. Now, he said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel, and worship from afar. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come near, nor shall the people go up with him. So Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has said we will do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord. And he rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen to the Lord. And Moses took half the blood and put it in basins, and half the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read in the hearing of the people. And they said, All that the Lord has said we will do, and be obedient. And Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the people, and said, 
This is the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you according to all these words. Then Moses went up, also Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone, and it was like the very heavens in its clarity. But on the nobles of the children of Israel he did not lay his hand. So they saw God, and they ate and drank. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and be there, and I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments which I have written, that you may teach them. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Indeed, Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man has a difficulty, let him go to them. Then Moses went up into the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. Now, the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. There ends our reading. All right. So, uh, questions as you used to if you've joined us before. Who was to come up to the mountain and worship from afar? Excuse me. You see them listed there in verse 1. Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel. But who alone could come near to the Lord? Verse 2. Yeah, Moses. That's right. And what promise did the people make? All the words of the Lord and all that he has said we will do. Right? You see that in verse 3? According, though, to verse 4, what did Moses do? This is very important. Moses wrote all the words of the Lord. Right? When Moses built the altar, how many pillars did he set up? And then why? We see this in verse 4. Yeah, 12 pillars. Why? Representing the 12 tribes of Israel. What sacrifices were offered by the young men? What does it say there? In verse 5, yeah, burnt offerings and peace offerings of oxen. How did Moses divide the blood in verse 6? It says, yeah, he took half the blood and put it in basins, and the other half he sprinkled on the altar. And then what did he do at that point? Again, for Aaron, Adab, Abihu, and the 70 elders. What does it say he did? Verse 7, he took the book of covenant of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. All that the Lord had said, he read to them. The book of the covenant, um, we actually just had in Exodus, all right, we didn't, we haven't been studying it, we studied it last year. Um, so that is Exodus, roughly Exodus 20 um, through the end of 23. So those three chapters that just precede this are considered the book of the covenant. After the people's response in verse 7, remember all that the Lord said, we will do and be obedient, 
uh, what did Moses do with the blood? Now that was that which was in the basins he sprinkled on the people. Now, uh, think New Testament. What might this remind us of? The blood being sprinkled on the people. Yeah, the blood uh, of Jesus that was shed for us that we receive in the sacraments, right? Uh, that we're washed in Jesus' blood and in our baptism, we receive his blood to drink in the Lord's Supper. We do want to note, though, um, there in verse 7, where it says, all that the Lord has said we will do and be obedient. Uh, That's both how ESV and NIV translates it similarly, to obey. But it actually uh, has a different connotation than simply doing what the Lord says. It's to be hearers. Think of like Luther in the Catechism. Um, where he says, um, you know, to, to pastors and then to hearers of God's word, right? And of course, to hear is to do. Um, and the root of that, of course, is back in, Deut- or we'll see later in Deuteronomy chapter 6, right? Where he says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart, right? So you shall hear them. Um, This also then helps us understand uh, two New Testament passages, one of which we studied not that long ago from Matthew 7, um, the parable of the two builders, remember? Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, that is, keeps them, Will like I will liken to him um, to the wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, does not keep them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew on that house, and it fell. And how great was its fall? Um, or similarly, John chapter fourteen. When Jesus says, there it is, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. It's the same word, but it's translated here as keep. All right, so the translators aren't consistent. He will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come and to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me and does not keep my words, then the word which you hear is not mine, but my father's who sent me. So uh, when it says, all these things that you have spoken, uh, we will do, or else, or here in verse 7, all that he do, we will be obedient, we will keep them. Now, this is, you know, God calling us, and in New Testament understanding, Jesus calling us to live by faith in his word alone. Now, who made the covenant? That is the agreement here. Uh, the Lord, and, how, and how, what did he use to make this covenant with them? It's really a... a has a strong sense of promise, right? Yeah, it's his word, right? So he makes a covenant, the Lord does, by his word. Now, what did they see when they went up on the mountain? This gets curious, doesn't it? Yeah, Moses is clear. They saw the God of Israel. Hmm. And how is the vision described? What was under God's feet? Yeah, his, under his feet was paved work of sapphire stone, like the very heavens in its clarity. What did they do with God? <laughs> Again, God makes a promise, and then what did they do with God? 
they eat and they drink. Of course, now what should that remind us of? I can probably hear you yelling out loud at home, the Lord's Supper, right? Uh, think about how Paul says it, um, say in 1 Corinthians 11, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, etc. And then, uh, the words of institution, and then, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. All right. So, uh, the feasting with God at the Lord's Supper before we feast with him in heaven. That's what it should remind us of. Was there another time when men went up onto the mountain and saw God? Matthew, Mark, and Luke record the mountain of transfiguration, right? Think Matthew 17. Now, what were the elders told to do? What does it say there? Tell the elders. He said to the elders, verse 14, Yeah, wait at that place until Moses and Joshua come back to them. Now, what should that remind us of? Think of New Testament story here, Matthew 26. Yeah, when Jesus asks his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane to watch and to pray. What would God give Moses on the mountain then? Now, in addition to the Book of the Covenant, now on tablets of stone, he would give the Ten Commands, right? The Ten Words. Uh, who went, went up onto the mountain with Moses? It said Moses alone can approach, but who went with him? His assistant, right? Joshua. How long did the cloud cover the mountain before the Lord called out to Moses? What does it say there? Verse 16. Yeah, it covered it for six days, and then it was on the seventh day that the Lord called Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Again, what event? Say, in Jesus' life, should this remind us of a voice calling out from the cloud? You might be thinking of uh, the baptism, but I think here, again, the closest is the transfiguration. Especially in Matthew's Gospel, Matthew 17, we see Jesus presented um, as the new Moses, the greater Moses. Um, not the one who just gives the law, but the one who, keeps the, who actually keeps the law, fulfills the covenant for the people. Uh, what foreshadowed, what is foreshadowed by the call of the cloud on the seventh day? Now here maybe, again, um, there's a parallel between the baptism and the transfiguration, but what, what voice did we hear come out of the cloud at the transfiguration? Yeah, the voice from heaven, the voice of the Father who said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And there's the key word, hear him, right? All these words that he has said, we will do. And now the Father speaks again and says, listen to Jesus. Um, note also that Jesus, again, is presented like Moses. His face shone like the sun, his clothes became as white as light, and the voice of God the Father, right, then speaks. So Jesus um, has the same sort of appearance as Moses. And of course, Moses appears with him. What did God's glory look like to the children of Israel? That is, to those down at the foot of the mountain. <laughs> when they looked at the mountain, it looked like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain. Think like a volcano, right? And how long was Moses on the mountain? 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, that sounds familiar. Not just Noah, but think Jesus fasting in the wilderness. Again, a picture of Moses. 
or Moses is a picture of Jesus, to say it properly. All right, a meditation on this text. The covenant is God's word to the people and is sealed with the blood of sacrifice. Moses would journey up the mountain and into the glory of the Lord for 40 days, but only Jesus could go into that cloud at his transfiguration and come down to be the final sacrifice himself. It is the blood of Jesus that has been sprinkled upon us according to his word of promise in, the holy, in holy baptism, that we might become hearers and doers of his word who have been built on the rock, Christ himself. The Father bids us to eat the supper of the body and blood of his Son, who has been sacrificed for our salvation, that we might see God and live. Indeed, the true hearer and doer of the word is the one who heeds the words of Jesus to do this and comes in faith to receive the blessed sacrament. The voice that summoned Moses up the mountain is the very voice that sent forth his son to suffer, be crucified, and be raised again on the third day. We are called to hear his words that we may live forever and enter with him into eternal glory. All right. Our catechism is the first and second commandments. We say them. You shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Second commandment. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. Let us pray. O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are the only true and living God. Forgive us our sins against the first commandment. Strengthen us by your grace to fear, love, and trust in you above all things. In your holy name we pray. Amen. We pray. Blessed Lord, we are not to misuse your holy name by cursing, swearing, using satanic arts, lying, or deceiving others. Forgive us our sins against the second commandment. Teach us by your word and spirit to call upon you in every trouble, to pray, praise, and give thanks to you at all times. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We pray this day for all our first responders, doctors, nurses, and those who work in nursing homes and hospitals. We pray for deliverance from pestilence, sedition, and rebellion. We pray for our military personnel. We pray for those who celebrate their birthday yesterday, Gavin. We pray for those. Um, who, let's see, oh, that was baptism birthday, Gavin. Yesterday, their real birthday, or their, not real birthday, their bodily birth, I guess, uh, Margaret and Cole. And then uh, we also pray in Thanksgiving for Natron and Nicholas who made the good confession of faith yesterday and were confirmed. We also pray for those who are ill, recovering, or have requested our prayers, Marcella, Jan, Ron, Brad, Janet, Timothy, Carol, and Pastor Lindau, Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, Aaron, Roger, and Jean. We pray for those who are on hospice, Steve and Carol. We pray for the family and friends of Virtus Brockman, who died in the Lord this past week. We pray for those who are isolated at home, Bev, David, Willis and Janice, Mickey. And we pray for our mission of the month, LCMS World Relief and Human Care and also for our missionary family, the Federwitzes. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray our collect for this week. Almighty and merciful God, by your gift alone, your faithful people render true and laudable service. 
Help us steadfastly to live in this life according to your promises and finally attain your heavenly glory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day, or that you have, and I pray that you would keep me this day, there we go, also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Now you'll note uh, the hymn for this week is With the Lord Begin Your Task, probably familiar to you. Uh, In our printed prayer guide that was distributed uh, in our Sunday bulletin and will normally be distributed to uh, our day school children the previous week, uh, previous Friday, so that they're prepared to pray the coming week. Um, it indicated verses 1 and 2 to try to uh, learn those by heart this week. All right. But it is a five stanza hymn, and we'll sing the whole thing here. All right. Our hymn. Savior's blessing 
Safely then your course will run toward the promised pressing. Lord will follow everywhere while you here must wander. You at last the joy will share in the mansions yonder. Thus, Lord Jesus, every task be to you commanded. May your will be done, I ask, until life is ended. Jesus, in your name be gone, be the days in heaven. Grant that it may well be done, to your praise forever. All right, that concludes our Congregation of Prayer for today, August 31st, 2020. Um, note again, as we began a new school year, we begin here with the giving of the law and the establishing of the monarchy from the Old Testament. Uh, so we'll be getting into that in our catechesis um, until the holiday season. Right until um, the sec- maybe the second or third week of Advent, we switch over to Christmas readings. All right, so Lord be with you all, and I hope to see you again soon.